It was 2006 when I was in my car, stuck in traffic, when the idea for the candid frame popped into my head. I had just discovered this thing called podcasting, and I was using it as a diversion while driving to and from work. It was a 60-mile round trip, and I was frequently spending anywhere between two to two and a half hours, five days a week on the road. I listened to the radio, I listened to books on tape, but it wasn't until I discovered podcasting that I found something that not only filled the space between my ears while I was in my car, but found something that really entertained me and inspired me. It wasn't just about killing time. I immediately gravitated to podcasts about photography, but soon found that much of the conversation revolved around equipment. Now, I wasn't particularly interested in that because I was already working at a photo magazine, and that's all I wrote about. I wrote articles about tripods, about lenses, about camera bodies. I had my film of gear talk, and I really didn't want to hear any more of it after work. I wanted to hear conversations about photography from photographers, but that really wasn't out there. And I thought, why doesn't someone do a show in which they talk to photographers about what they love to do best, photography? And then immediately afterwards, I thought, well, why don't I do it? I know all these photographers. I know how to interview people. Why don't I just do it? Now, I didn't know anything about podcasting besides knowing how to listen to them. I didn't know anything about audio recording. I certainly didn't know anything about audio editing. But in that moment, I didn't let what I did not know keep me from doing something that I knew would be a success. So I went out there and began asking questions, researching, and eventually I released the first episode of The Candid Frame in 2006. And here we are over 10 years later. Now, when I say that I knew that the show would be a success, I don't think I had a mental picture of what that would look like. I think at the time I was thinking that there would certainly be an audience for it. I didn't put a number on it. I just knew that if I wanted to listen to it, that there would be hundreds, if not thousands of people out there who would enjoy listening to those conversations. I wanted to create a show that I knew I would want to listen to. And if nothing else, it would give me the opportunity to talk with photographers who I've always wanted to talk to about their work, their photography, their careers, and how they got to where they were now. In the past 10 years, I've interviewed over 300 photographers. I've had a chance to sit down with people whose work I've appreciated since I was in high school, when I looked at their pictures in magazines and in books. I found opportunities directly related to the production of the show that I could never have imagined happening when I was stuck in traffic on the 405 freeway. I have tens of thousands of people who listen to the show every week from all over the world. I've gotten emails from people in Australia, from France, from Panama, from practically every part of the world that you can imagine. People telling me how much of the show means to them and how it inspires them to pursue their passion for photography. That certainly has been one of the things that makes the work that I've done here so gratifying. It's something that I didn't imagine back then when I started the show. But The Candid Frame has always been a side project. It's been something that I do that brings me pleasure and joy, but has nothing to do with me being able to make a living. For that, I was writing books, writing magazine articles, teaching, and doing whatever I could in order to be able to earn a living. Being self-employed helped me with respect to the production of the show because I could schedule an interview at any time, any time that I needed to fit 
both my schedule and the schedule of the photographer who I wanted to sit down and talk with. It all seemed to work out pretty well. But then the magazine world started to change, and I had to think about different ways of earning a living, including taking on some long-term and even a full-time gig. It's made producing the show a little more challenging, and it's been a struggle to have time to do the, the show the way I want and need it to be. I always held out the idea that I would love to make the candid frame all that I do. Producing the show, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the articles for the, my own blog, in my heart, I wanted that to be all that I was doing from the moment I woke up until the end of the day. I could think of nothing better than making the candid frame my life's work, the means by which I sustain myself creatively and financially. But I'll be really honest with you. I really didn't believe it could happen. Yes, I could earn a little money here and there from donations or from the occasional advertiser to help offset the cost of the show, but I didn't really believe that a podcast was going to be the way that I would be able to earn a steady income. I would see other people doing it, but it seemed that many of them were making a living by selling the idea of making podcasts to others rather than from the content of their show, or they were using it as a marketing tool for selling something else. I do have friends like Martin Bailey and Chris Marquardt who managed to be able to change their lives completely as a direct result of making a podcast, going from full-time employment to working for themselves in, in work that revolves around photography. You know, I draw a lot of inspiration from them, and I'm very proud to know them as friends. Yet when I saw what they and others have done, I thought, well, why can't I do that too? What was holding me back? I was scared. I was frightened to take a risk, not knowing how it might turn out. It was easier for me to play it safe and do what I've been doing for years, rather than take the leap into trying to make something out of this thing that I do with a microphone. So I took these half steps. I would experiment with different things like trying to pursue advertisers or the equivalent of hitching my wagon to somebody else's horse. They didn't amount to much. And they didn't work for a variety of different reasons, which might include my heart not being in it or that things just did not prove to be a good fit. But truth be told, those efforts were half-hearted because they really weren't what I wanted to do. If I was being honest with myself, I wanted to do the candid frame on my own terms. I wanted it to be my thing. I didn't want to accommodate someone else's needs, dreams, or desires. I wanted to do the show the way I wanted to do it and deliver something that was 100% me. Now, the idea of that was both exciting and terrifying. It's one of the reasons why I think I've hesitated so long to try to make the show bigger than what it has been. Then I came to the realization that if I wanted to do that, if I wanted to make that dream real, I would need help. I couldn't do it just by myself, like I have been for the last 10 years. There's only so much I can do. I needed to ask for help, which is why I'm talking to you right now. If I want to do more with this show, I need more time. I need more time so that I can conduct interviews on a more flexible schedule. I need more time to write the content for the Candid Frame blog. I need more time to produce quality video content for the Candid Frame YouTube channel. I need a lot more time than I have now. Too much of that time gets sucked up into doing things to earn a living. Some things that I've done in the past solely because it brought me a paycheck. 
And you all know the soul-sucking kind of work that can be when you're only doing it for the money. I don't want to do that kind of work anymore. I want to spend the rest of my life dedicated to doing something that I love and something I know is appreciated by people everywhere. I want to make the candor frame what I always knew it could be, one of the greatest resources for inspiring people to follow their own dreams and their own passions. This show has inspired and changed my photography, as I know it likely has changed yours. It's one of the reasons why you listen every week. But I imagine it could be so much more to so many more people if I was finally able to put my own fear aside and get out of my own way. So this all leads up to a Patreon effort that I'm launching this week. It's the means by which you can donate any amount on a monthly basis to help support the show. Because in order to make TCF the way I want it to be, I need time. But that time comes at a price. It needs money. I need to start bringing in enough money so that I can say no to the things that I only do for money. Instead of taking that job that my heart really isn't into, I can dedicate that time to the Candid Frame. For this Patreon effort, I'm asking you to help me to take the Candid Frame to where it really needs to go. And to do that, I'm asking for listeners to donate $2, $5, $10, $20 or more or anything in between on a monthly basis. While the occasional donations has gone a long way to helping us improve the show in a variety of different ways, it's only going to be through the regular contributions of listeners that is really going to make the difference for the show. Advertisers are great, and they do help, but the show isn't about selling advertisements. For that, you can listen to radio. That is much different. The amount of money we can bring in each month will determine how much time I can dedicate to the show, procuring guests, doing interviews, and most importantly, creating new content that revolves around our mutual passion for photography. You listen to other shows. You know how this program is different from anything else that's out there. You know what this program means to you in your creative life. I'm asking you to imagine how much bigger and better it could be if you help me to make it happen. And that's a scary thing for me to do, to ask for help, to put myself out there and say, this is my dream. Because in a very public way, I'm letting the world know that this is something that I want, that I'm working towards. And by doing so, I'm also risking the chance that it may not succeed that I'll fail. But that's a risk I'm willing to take today because living my life based on just safe choices is not the way I want to live anymore. If the candid frame is going to be more than what it is, I have to be honest and brave enough to say so. And most importantly, I have to be willing to put my pride aside and say that I need help to do that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm asking you to help me. You know what the show is. You know what it means to you. And now you know a little more about what it means to me. If you believe in it and you want it there for yourself and for thousands of listeners all over the world, take the time today to donate and commit to supporting the show in whatever way you can afford on a, on a monthly basis. Even as little as $2 a month will go a long way. Go to patreon.com forward slash the candid frame and commit to the show today. I'll have links in the show notes and the website as well. I have some incredible conversations lined up in the coming weeks, which I think will only remind you of how great this show is and how much more it could be. For the Candid Frame to achieve all that, it has to be listener-supported. 
It needs you. You have always been a part of this show, even if you've never donated any money or you've never sent an email or posted a message on Facebook or Twitter. You're a part of this. And as long as you listen to this show, you always will be. So help me make this show bigger than all of us. Help me to make a difference in creating something that inspires people to dream big and to live their lives the way they're meant to. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of The Candid Frame.